Hello everyone, welcome to the episode 15 of Take It Easy. 15. In today's episode we're going to be talking about sort of very basics of, uh, of charging. Um, but before I start, just a quick thought. So we live in times where sort of the gap between common knowledge, education, whatever, and what is quite often required to stay current widens. You know, despite the excellent availability of such knowledge, we um, we love quick information tips, shorter the better. But sadly, that uh, often leaves us uh, more uninformed than we were in the first place. But I know my listeners are, are the curious ones, so here we go. By the way. Bear with me, because even though you might think you know this, the stuff that I'm going to be talking about today, it's always good to go back to basics when it comes to these things. Well, I, I do have an issue with punctuality, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I offer here questions like, you know, how long does it take to charge? How far can you go? It's just boring these days. Uh, these are fake questions, though, but usually how you know, have no idea what is the, the knowledge gap between the person asking it uh, and me. The, uh, they, they could be a professor of physics, for I know, but equally, they couldn't have heard anything about the basics of electricity since school, or none at all. And uh, understanding those basics helps quite a lot. So, look, you wouldn't go to a petrol station if you didn't have an understanding of what a, what a litre is, or, or a gallon uh, at least at least conceptually. I often get some really odd comments, like, a light in the car surely drain the battery and have an effect on the range. They don't. Uh, or, uh, and this is an actual quote from an actual MG salesperson at a garage, the new MG ZS EV apparently does not have fog light because it impacts the range. It doesn't. No kidding. Uh, other times I hear people saying that surely sticking a solar panel on top of the roof will be enough to drive the car in, etc, etc. And um, none of these questions are wrong, really, but they all seem to stem from the lack of sort of basic understanding of electricity and physics. Um, and fair enough, you know, up until recent, most of us did not have to understand these things um, on day-to-day basis. But I think going forwards... Uh, we are all go, uh, we are all better for knowing you know what a term such as voltage amperage watts watt hour amp hour etc mean and uh, what is the difference between power consumption of an ev kettle electric shower a light bulb in a house or in a car you know i think it's all it's all good stuff that uh, is good to know lastly um, if you think you never understood any of this at school you're not alone but uh, let me assure you that uh, this broadcast has been a subject to peer testing on actual people who are not technical. And of course, any comments, corrections, etc., uh, take it EV at gmail.com or just tweet me at, at takeitev, just like the name of the podcast. It's EV. Right, um, so let's get started. Um, one disclaimer before I start. Don't play with electricity by yourself. You know, this is all uh, 
dangerous stuff or could be potentially dangerous stuff and I do not take any responsibility for any issues caused after you've listened to it. You know, it's not a manual, uh, technical manual and, uh, you know, if you can't do it or if you don't know or you're unsure, just leave these things to pros, okay? Cheers. So, um, two sort of fundamental terms that we see uh, whether we use electronic products or, um, you know, you own an EV. One of them, the first one that everyone kind of gets across is a vault. Uh, so the the name actually comes from a, a surname of a of an Italian physicist uh, called Alessandro Volta. And I apologize to all my Italian viewers or listeners, sorry. He, uh, he is responsible for one of the first documented uh, battery designs and um, many sort of definitions of battery uh, characteristics. One of them is obviously a vault uh, de uh, de designated by a capital letter V. So the, the straightforward definition of voltage is, uh, is a difference between electric potentials between two points. And I know that might sound like a lot of jib-jab, but put a pin in that and then the term and I'm sure it will make sense later. If you imagine electricity in a very simple terms as just a bunch of electrons happily moving along from one place to another. Uh, however, since electrons are not really good at travelling through any just any material, we need a conductive material like a cable wire. Now, electrons are of course not visible to a naked eye, uh, but if you could imagine a bunch of electrons readily or sort of happily travelling uh, through a wire from one connector to another, that's in essence what the uh, what is an electric current. Uh, the sort of the willing the willingness and the eagerness of those electrons to move through the wire is what we call an electrical potential, so a voltage. It's it's important to note that the electrons are not always happy to travel through a wire. Um, imagine two batteries. If you connect negative to a positive terminal of a single AA battery, don't don't try it at home. Uh, you will get a, a current flowing in a, in a very hot wire. However, if you take uh, two AA cells and connect a wire from the f negative terminal of the, uh, the, f the first one of them to the positive terminal of the, uh, the second one of them, you will not get any current flowing through the wire. Uh, that's because in order for the electrons to travel through the wire, uh, we need something called a, a closed circuit, uh, which you know is, is the the other bit of of the uh, apart from the wires, the you know the, the the battery itself. So it's going to be sort of relevant later. So just again put a pin in that, uh, and uh, I'm going to get to um, to it later. Which it it will be one of those things that is obvious uh, when I explain later about EVs, but. Let's, let's get to it later. So anyway, this is the uh, this is in a nutshell voltage. It's a it's a very arbitrary unit that we use to measure the potential. Now, once we uh, got the electrons traveling happily through uh, our circuit in a wire, imagine sort of cutting the the wire in half, you know, like a cutout, and looking at the uh, the the live circuit and calculating how many of those electrons can travel through that cut, uh, cut out at any given moment. That's uh, you know the, the number of those electrons we call a current. And just like it's the same as you know in a stream or a, 
or river. Same principle. It's very simple. Uh, current is uh, for electricity is measured in amperes, which is a name that comes from another bloke's name. It's all blokes, sadly, uh, in those days. This time a French physicist. He spent a lot of time sort of studying electromagnetism and, you know, for one reason or another, we use his name to call the uh, the unit of electric current uh, amperes. In, in common use and in physics, uh, because you have to have a name for it, uh, we use the uh, the capital letter A to denote current uh, measurement. Hope the uh, this wasn't too much too quick, uh, but it's you know it's all downhill from now on. Trust me, uh, so you can relax. If any of this wasn't clear, feel free to rewind a wee bit, or just give it some time. Uh, uh, the trouble with electric is that no one can see it, so it's, it's it's tough to show it. And this is a podcast anyway, so... Right? Um, so now, if you have these two essential components, a potential and a current, a voltage and amperage, we can quickly get to our most significant figure, which is the power. A power! Uh, with, with electric cars and battery storage which is where we will be applying this this new knowledge. It's pretty straightforward. The, um, there's another bloke's name that we will use. It's always blokes, I'm afraid. And this guy, uh, you might have heard of him, is called Watt. He was a Scottish fella, and uh, he's mostly renowned for uh, steam engines, but you know he's done quite a few other things. So, as you know, we use Watts to measure electric power. In case of batteries and sort of DC or direct current, what's are very, very simple. You literally just take a voltage, an amperage, multiply it together, and you get a, watt, num- a figure in watts. So, I don't know, 12-volt battery, that, uh, and you have one amp current, that's 12 watts. Simple. Uh, you know, el- electric car batteries, of course, are uh, most commonly, and this is like a roundout, um, have about 400 uh, volts. So let's imagine a, a car battery that's capable of producing 10 kilowatts. That's simply 10,000 watts. Simply, you know, so we know it's 400 wo- volts. Divide uh, 10,000 by 400 and you get 24 amps. Simple. Told you. So l- let's let's take an example. Um, your home charger, for instance, is probably capable of about of supplying about 7 kilowatts when when charging your car we know what voltage uh we have at home so at least in the UK and kind of most of the other world it's 240 volts give or take so we can easily calculate how many amps it uh, it will output right let's do a very simple calculation uh actually I'll let you calculate that and uh, let me know what you find out uh just send me a tweet at take it AV. Okay? Right, let's move along. Um, I'll let you do that later. Uh, Keen-eyed amongst you will already be screaming at me, but my car has a battery pack with capacity of X kilowatt hours. What is that extra hour in the units for? Some of you also have cars where the, uh, the manufacturer, for some reason, decided to specify the capacity using amp hours. Well... Uh, if if 
there's one of you um if, if there's one thing you you should walk away from this episode with is that in real life just like in physics units are as as important as values if not more important sometimes um so yes that hour in what hours does really matter and does indeed make a difference to the uh, the what's uh on on its own so in fact that means that um it, it's it's an entirely different unit seriously just like um you know miles and are different from miles per hour except that in case of what hour uh, strangely i this is again don't know why people do that but that's the way sort of the physics people operate they strip out the uh, the multiplication so you know in miles per hour Pair means a division, but in case of the uh, the multiplication, they just omit it. I don't know why. Don't ask me. Uh, so they stripped out the uh, multiplication in the middle, so it should be uh, watts times hour or amperes times hour for for some pe- others. First question I asked her was, "Do you ever think about electric cars?" <laughs> <laughs> Since, no. But um, before you. Your head explodes. It's really simple. All that means is the uh, the battery in this case is capable of delivering, say, 10 kilowatts for an hour, or five kilowatts for two hours. That's it. It's not really that hard. But what is important again is the uh, the fact that you know the two, two different units. So remember that there's a massive distinction between kilowatts and kilowatt hours. It's the two different things, really. Uh, the simplest way to remember is is the, uh, the one measures the power, and the other one is measurement of capacity. You know, uh, if you can imagine a bucket, and if you put a hole in it, uh, you can drain that bucket. You know, for however many hours, minutes, whatever, uh, to empty it. But the bucket itself has a capacity of x liters, right? It's you know, it's the same 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 deal. So I'm sure. You know now which one is which. Your house charger does not have a capacity, and your battery isn't just a merely source of power. It could be, of course. It's easy peasy. And uh, for those of you who are unfortunate BMW owners, um, for some marketing reason, probably because the number is higher, uh, BMW has decided to provide their users with uh, ampere hours as a capacity figure, which, as you know by now, does not mean much without knowing how much uh, uh, voltage we have in the pack, right? But it, it, it is a higher figure. You know, 94 amp hours is higher than 20-something uh, kilowatt hours. So yes, it's a marketing trick, and you now will know not to fall for it. So there you go. But Greg, you're gonna, you, I thought you are going to tell me how, you know, what this whole thing has to do with, uh, you know, if my car's light bulb can drain the battery or if my car's fog lights can drain the battery uh yeah um you should know by now that the uh you know your car has x amount of uh, kilowatt hours stored in the battery and if a bulb that uh is 15 watts um take you know is on for an hour you know that it's going to be draining 15 watt hours of the uh, um, the of your battery pack, which leaves a huge amount of power to your drivetrain.
just a quick recap before we move on to the next segment. Volts, different of difference of potential, amps, the the you know the 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 width width of the of the current of the stream of electrons. Again, very simple. And watts, volts times amperes. Uh, pretty simple. Another thing that uh, um, we discussed was the difference between watt hours and watts. One is a measurement of capacity and the other one is a measurement of power. Watts is just power, watt hours is capacity. Again, fairly straightforward. Say what? So by now you should uh, you should know all these things, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but uh, let's go back to the things where I asked you to put a pin in them. Not literally, obviously. Um, so one of the most interesting questions I quite often get, and this segment of the other uh, podcast is brought to you by me just waffling. So bear with me. Is um, you know what happens if uh, one of the terminals of the battery is exposed to the chassis of the car? Or, um, or a wire sticks out of the car. Chances are, if a, if a wire sticks out of the any car, it's going to be a twelve volt uh, um, cable. So you're fine. Uh, <clears throat> you have to remember that the uh, in case of of um, cars and and electricity in general is the voltage that kills you. It's not the the amperage. So obviously, the higher the voltage, the the you know the more lethal or deadly it might be so just be careful with that obviously um <clears throat> uh in in electric cars the high voltage systems are usually orange um just to obviously make sure that you know you're aware of the uh that there are the, the, the most dangerous ones um and remember i told you to put a pin in the in a sort of test with two double a batteries um it's a similar principle here um so you've got a battery in the car. For the purposes of this illustration, it's it's just a single battery. In reality, it's you know if you imagine hundreds of AA batteries. That's essentially what your battery pack is. But to the outside world, is just a single battery. If you uh, if you had another car and you you know you were you put literally the negative terminal of one of the batteries to the positive terminal of the other battery nothing will happen um, because they're not closed circuit um, if your, your battery is insulated from the ground so if you touch one of the terminals of your battery in your car don't try this at home seriously but trust me when I say that then nothing generally will happen if you touch the ground with your other hand or if you measure the, the voltage between your ground and one of the terminals of the battery there is no connection however if you were to put the other um, terminal of the battery in the ground through a wire obviously then there's a potential for a for a current to flow and that becomes a problem because it's a 400 volt battery and that's a lot of volts so you don't want to do that you don't want to even attempt to do that unless you know what you're doing and people who are doing this for a living wear serious protective gear so you know just just uh, just so you know um so the you know <clears throat> 
the the chances of anything happening if you if one of the the, the terminals of the battery gets exposed to the outside world, touches the chassis, generally nothing will happen. The um, in reality, um, what happens is that the 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 battery pack itself in the car has uh, some series of uh, protective circuits that measure what's called a, a leakage voltage, which basically means you know how much of the this is. A lot of the electricity could be very uh, easily imagined as a as a sort of stream of, of fluid water flowing. It's not a one to one analogy; doesn't always work, but generally it's a pretty good comparison. So, if you imagine uh, uh, you know a tiny little stream of of uh, of water or electricity flowing to the chassis of the car. Uh, there is a circuit in a car that will detect that, and it will just shut off the uh, the battery packs, or at least it will send a warning to the uh, to the driver saying, you know, your uh, your high voltage circuit in the car is at a has a problem. Visit a garage very quick. If it's a serious issue, it will again detect it and it will shut off the power immediately. Uh, battery packs generally in electric cars are self-contained, and they do have usually some sort of a uh, you know, um, protective circuitry in the car, uh, in the in the um, in the battery pack itself. So con- uh, contactors and or solenoids and uh, and a fuses. And obviously, if anything of of uh, of those things uh, cuts off, then your car is not going to be able to drive. Uh, simple as that. So hopefully that answers that question. Which you'd be surprised how many times I actually get that question asked you can't touch this so let's address a couple of other sort of often asked questions obviously i I think it should be obvious uh, by now that the uh, you know little light bulb in the car takes no power at all um and if you have a 30 kilowatt hour battery pack and a light bulb that um has even 50 watts, uh, you know, you can easily make a calculation of how long it will take uh, that battery to supply power to that light bulb. It will take a long time. So no turning on your lights in the car does not drain your battery enough to stop you driving, you know, for miles. It will probably take off over an hour or two, two miles tops, and this is like a wild guess. Uh, but I invite you to make that calculation yourself because you know the basics now. So just go wild. <laughs> so another question that I get quite often is why can't we just stick a solar panel on top of the uh, the car? So let's think. Let's think about it. Um, if you if you think about the, ro- the 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 size of the roof on top of a Nissan Leaf, for instance, or even a Model S. You could probably get a panel that uh, can produce about 500 watts uh, from that. And again, this is obviously if the sun is shining in the right, you know, at the right angle on at the right uh, time. Uh, and again, you know, imagine how long will it take for that to supply the power to charge your uh, your battery. It's a simple calculation. Once again, you know, your uh, your charger at home, if it's a seven kilowatts. That's that's a lot of panels, basically, and they would have to be all exposed to a peak sun um, 
for you to be able to to do it. So again, it's not going to work very well, is it? Um, there's a reason why, uh, of all the cars that I know, actually, that have a solar panel on top of the roof, uh, I know of a Nissan Leaf had that as an option. You had to pay, I think, about £300 extra. And um, all it does, it uh, it charges up the uh, the 12-volt battery uh, in a car, which is sort of the, you know, the service battery in a car. <clears throat> which is actually another interesting question that I often get. I might actually ask, uh, I might actually... Um, mention that. So the, one of the reasons why uh, electric cars still have a 12-volt battery is, you know, you remember when I mentioned that there's a solenoid in a, in a battery pack that uh, will cut off if, if there's any issues with the battery pack. That solenoid has to be driven by something, some power, right? And that power has to come from a 12-volt battery. Um, you know, it's a it's a chicken and egg situation in this, in this case. And I, I'd actually be interested in um, how they're going to solve that problem for, say, Model Y or... Um, or future cars that uh, will not have the uh, the twelve volt battery. I I'd imagine that there's going to be a a, a different type of of, uh, of a separate battery, uh, maybe higher voltage battery. You know, some some utility batteries in some vehicles are forty eight volts. So, uh, you know, there's nothing stopping us from having them in the car, uh, other than the fact that loads of trinkets that are uh, put in a car are designed from ground up to to run on 12 volts so it's obviously very convenient just to have a 12 volt battery anyway, but anyway i'm digressing here um <clears throat> so just going back on say solar panels if you imagine well actually another question that i get quite often is you know how about putting a solar panel on top of the roof and having a battery or two batteries in a car one that gets charged from the solar panels on the roof as you drive along and at a convenient time you just swap those batteries around you drain one and take the current or uh, you, you drain one use it for use it for for drivetrain and then you use the other battery to charge to charge it up from the solar panels this is um this is probably a bit di- bit of a digression but it, it you don't need to do that it's the same as uh, you know uh, you don't have to if you imagine uh, uh, again, this is a sort of analogy to uh, to water. Uh, you you don't need to have two separate. You don't need to have a tank in a house uh, that is uh, getting water from the main supply, or two tanks in a, in a in a house. And then when one of them is full, it's it's drained, and the other one is filled up, and then they swap around. You know, it's one system. It's all kind of integrated. It's the same thing with current. The uh, <clears throat> the fun thing about current is say and i'm not going to give you any sort of um dangerous examples but um electricity or 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 current or electrons in the um uh, that, are, that are flowing sort of you know through a wire they they prefer the the sort of the path of easy um of the easiest uh, 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 the least resistance and this is a, a gross uh, sort of simplification but uh if you imagine um very common example that probably everyone's familiar with uh, you know you get a thunderstorm and and the, you've got a lightning start, strike somewhere if you look at the path of that lightning it follows the sort of the path of least ex- resistance so it doesn't just go you know all the way down it um it just the electrons just kind of choose the easy path just like humans most of them anyway um <clears throat> you know it's the same it's the same deal so if the uh, the battery is full you know um 
all the electrons that are sort of queued up that way not going to allow the other electrons to go that way so obviously it will just divert somewhere else very simple um it's uh you know it's it's all connected and um it's the same thing in your phone for instance when you plug in your phone uh to a charger it uh you know, it's a tiny battery compared to the uh, to what is in your car, obviously. But uh, your your phone kind of, and same with the laptop, for instance, they charge at the same time, and some of the power from the wall goes into the the, the sort of the circuitry, running the circuitry, and uh, and any sort of leftovers will uh, will charge the uh, the battery. In case of laptops, it quite often happens that uh, if you run your bat- your laptop very very high you know uh, all the cpus are very busy and gpus and all that um and you crank up your uh, your brightness on your laptop your battery will actually be drained even though your laptop's plugged in it's because again you know power kind of flows where it's needed um the resistance is lower when when it needs to go somewhere you know all those electrons are needed uh, somewhere else um and that's the way it will go it's very very simple um let's uh, let's go back to the um the other examples that i other questions that I often get is, you know, what about uh, your kettle and, you know, what if I turn the kettle on in the house and the car will, so surely we're just going to drain the grid. So <clears throat> most uh, houses in the UK have a supply of 100 amps to the house, a single phase 100 amp. Um, that's at 240 volts. You can do the calculation yourself now. Um, you know how many... Uh, watts it is or uh, or kilowatts because it's a lot of power right so um your car actually i'm going to do this calculation as i speak which is not bad but the um so we got this we got this we got this so we got 24 kilowatts out of that we need 7000 to charge the car we're left with 17 uh we put the kettle on kettle takes about three kilowatts one two three we're left with 14 we put the oven on oven uses about two we're left with 12 kilowatts let's put the um electric shower on some of them actually use five kilowatts so oops two three we're still, left with, we're still left with seven kilowatts. And guess what? Things like microwaves, kettles, um, any sort of uh, 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 loads like that, they're not linear lo- loads. Unlike your car, which is charging at, you know, seven kilowatts constant for the majority of the time when you charge the battery, when it's drained. Um, things like your kettle or your, uh, or your microwave or your oven... Uh, they only need as much energy as is required to sort of um, to bump the, the the heat in the you know whatever they're heating up. Uh, so the the loads are going to vary. It's going to kind of jump up and down. So as you as you can see, I, you know, I've just, you can do this calculation yourself. But the uh, I've I've done this very quick calculation, and you're still you're still left with seven kilowatts. And uh, guess what? If you had two electric cars plugged in at the same time, ooh, um, you could still you know charge the other one at the same time. Um, so not a problem not a problem and you know generally your um, your loads like that they're not going to be on for hours unlike your uh, your electric car um, so 
not an issue. I uh, yeah, this I think yeah. Looking at the time, we uh, we've, I've been talking for half an hour now, and the um, I'm sure you get the gist now, right? <laughs> um, anyway, the um, what can I say? Hopefully that that answers quite a lot of questions and uh, and kind of gives you a bit more a uh, bit more of understanding and you know don't don't ever f- feel like this is complicated or 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 this is advanced knowledge basic basics like the uh, the you know voltages and the current those are basics for a reason um, the the are fairly easy to grasp and I think going forwards into the future this should be something that everyone should be capable of understanding and it, you don't need to be a math genius or, or a physicist to to get these things seriously Power! all right you beautiful people um that's it for the episode 15 hope you liked it i uh, i am trying to uh, get guests on the podcast because it's, it's a bit lonely by myself um, but the uh, the times are tough. You you think that the uh, you know now that I'm recording this podcast uh, on the thirtieth of March, there's going to be uh, many people who will have plenty of time. But um, people are busy actually. It turns out. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm I'm still here for you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully today today's broadcast was actually was nice and and interesting and informative and even if you know these things hopefully you've, you know you've learned something new or um, or you've just been entertained um i uh, i do hope to record more more of these sort of things uh, um in the future but the the next couple of episodes i do hope fingers crossed we're just gonna have guests um you know it's always nice to know what's out there uh but f- today for me thank you very much for listening and if you're not subscribed, subscribe and let others know what you think about this podcast. And, you know, if you found this valuable, share it. Okay. And as always, um, thank you very much uh, for listening and uh, subscribe. Say hi at, uh, at TakeItEV on on Twitters. Uh, send me an email, TakeItEV at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Times are uh, times are uh, changing, right? Bye. Take it easy.